Hello, everybody. Welcome to Bad Boy Sports Take. I'm your co-host, Kian Barwani with Parsha Shemi, and we give you hotter takes, spicier and hotter than chicken tikka masala, a little remix out here. Today, we have two incredible co-hosts of the Oberl Podcast who are big Rockets fans, and we're going to talk about the recent John Wall trade and some Rockets talk just to get that, you know, experience of the, you know, Lakers and Rockets and see see how this season goes. But uh, welcome, boys, to the podcast. How are y'all doing today? Doing amazing. How are y'all doing today? I'm doing, yeah, I'm doing great, man. Glad to have you guys on. Appreciate it. Thank you guys for having us. Um, yeah, so let's just get right into it. Yeah. Rockets have been, you know, moving a lot of pieces. It's pretty much a new team coming in. Let's talk about this. One of the most blockbuster trades we've had this offseason. John Wall and a first rounder for Russell Westbrook. What are your thoughts on that? Rourke, I'll, let, I'll let you go first. <laughs> oh, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, this is Rourke right here. I think that you know, I had mixed feelings when I first heard about the trade. Obviously, you take Russell Westbrook, MVP talent, and, you know, John Wall, who's coming off two significant injuries. Uh, there's risk being taken on both sides. I think you would argue the Rockets took a bigger risk, except they're also, you know, getting that first-round protected pick. We'll see what that turns into. Um, uh, but I'm still, you know, kind of sad that we're dealing away Westbrook in the trade, but I kind of understand it if he really did demand to get traded – then I think this is probably the best we could do. You know, I think I would personally prefer to get a forward to, you know, start forward to pair with Harden and not another ball dominant guard. Uh, but, you know, Wall is probably the best we're going to end up getting. And, you know, he's very similar to uh, Westbrook, two years younger. Contracts are almost identical. So at the end of the day, we get a first round pick. And if he wanted, demanded to get traded, then I guess it was the best we could do. Uh, what do you think, John? Yeah, you know, and I said this on our podcast yesterday, but I'm probably one of the more optimistic people when it comes to John Wall. Um, and, and I will admit we share the same first name, and that might be half of my entire argument. But really, if he can, it, it, we haven't seen him in two years, and that leaves a lot of question marks. And you can look at Russell Westbrook and say that he was MVP candidate or MVP form for like half the season last year. Um, now, I, I don't think anyone's bringing up the fact that that was under Mike D'Antoni's system. And if you look at the history of Mike D'Antoni, he makes ball-dominant guards look 1.5 times what they actually are. So I, I don't see Westbrook, you know, going to the Wizards and, and making them a title contender by any means going into this next season. But uh, I think in terms of John Wall, everyone says he looks really great in workouts. So, uh, you know, until we really see it out on the floor – you know, I like to stay on the more optimistic side. There's definitely ways you can go into the more pessimistic side and say he hasn't played in two years. He's, he's done. He's injury prone. Achilles injury. He's, his career's over. But I want to stay on the, the more optimistic side and say, you know, I think in, in a multitude of ways, he's, he can be a better counterpart to Harden than, than Westbrook was last season. Yeah. And I mean, again, y'all wanted a new point guard. And obviously, this is the third point guard y'all had in the recent memory Chris Paul, uh, Russ, and now Hard and uh, John Wall. And Harden now needs to realize all right, I, I can't be keep switching out teammates. Obviously, he had Dwight. He's had, you know, Omar Ashik back in the day. Like, he's had a, a whole teammate of uh, different teammates. And now this time, he's like, all right, I, and I, hopefully it's not Harden's the issue, but something's up. And me personally, if if he's been rotating his, you know, with Dwight Howard and all that, something's up. And I think Houston needs to realize, all right, if Harden's our main man, we need to make sure he's happy and make sure we have the right pieces for him because he's your team, essentially. Y'all you you traded him and he's your superstar. And then in the end of the day, if Harden wants to leave, y'all kind of screwed. I mean, y'all don't have to trade him, 
but you're going to pull a whole AD situation and it's a mess. You have a grumpy superstar and obviously you're not going to get the same assets back for James Harden, who's, who's an MVP caliber player. So you want to make him as happy as you can. And John Wall, I, I saw the report. They worked out in the summer. I think Harden did mention he wanted to play with John Wall, I think. So they, they probably did approve it by Harden uh, to trade Russ. And, you know, I think you, you, Harden's happy at the moment. But during the season, it's going to be difficult because, again, John Wall has not played in two years. Boogie Cousins has not played in two years. And especially John Wall, it's his ego. Um, if if he doesn't have a bigger ego than Russ, but he needs to be like, all right, I'm not the same John Wall from 2010 bouncing around, dunking on everybody, doing the Dougie. He's not the same, <laughs> and he needs to realize, all right, I have a better chance with the – he he, had, he couldn't do anything with the Wizards. I have a better have, He has a better chance now with Harden, with the Rockets, and he needs to take a step back saying, all right, Harden's the main man. I'm going to give him the ball. I'm going to give assists. I'm going to score what I can, but realizing he's not the superstar. You know, I, I couldn't agree more with you, Keon. And I, I will say this, that, you know, at, at, if you look at the past three years, I mean, at, at worst case scenario, you probably only have him for one year, right? <laughs> like, who's, who's to say that James Harden says, I want to play with this guy. And then, you know, come next summer, he says, no, I don't want to play with him anymore. And, you know, you move, you move John Wall. I, you know, I, and Rourke and I would talk, talk about this on our podcast. And I would love to hear y'all's take on this as well, but just, you know, Harden has wanted to be paired with these ball dominant guards, but Rourke nor I think that's really the best player to compliment him. Uh, yet they, the Rockets keep on trading for, for that piece. So I think, you know, I don't know if it's Harden's camp or, or the Rockets saying, we think this is what works, but um, Rourke and, and Parsa and Keon, I would love y'all's take on, you know, do you guys think that even having a ball dominant guard next to Harden makes any sense? Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and chime in here. Um, I don't think so. I think Harden can play the one. He can play the two. Um, and it's obvious that the ball's in his hands 90-something percent of the time. So it is very questionable to me that they're trading for guys like Chris Paul, guys like Russell Westbrook, guys like John Wall, who are ball-dominant guards. Um, you know, they've gotten pretty far in the playoffs, but they haven't managed to figure out that right recipe to get themselves into the finals. My initial reaction to this John Wall trade was, I think both teams won in a way. I think the Wizards won in that they're going to make the playoffs. They might be a top four, five, six seed. Not making the ship, but they're going to be improved. My initial reaction to the Rockets was this can either go really well for them or very poorly. And this is all contingent on how John Wall is coming back off his injury. Yeah, he's been playing well in these workouts, but I'm a Jets fan. People are saying Sam Donald's been you know, <laughs> performing so well in these workouts. And look at us, we're at 0-11, so... <laughs> who's not to say he's going to come back and just flop. I have all faith in John Wall. I think he's a baller. Um, if he can get a better shot um, and learn to play that second man role, I think the Rockets might have a chance here, but you know, it's, it's time will tell. Yeah. But let me, so aside from John Wall, you know, pieces like Boogie Cousins have come in, Christian Wood and a brand new coaching staff. So let me get your guys' thoughts on, predictions this season do you think there's going to be a little bit of regression or how do you think they're going to do this season uh i'll jump in here how do i think they're going to do this season real quick before i just give you my prediction for the rockets i just want to say regarding harden and the trade i you know i think that trading for you know ball dominant point guard one after the other i don't think it's necessarily was their goal you know i think it was more how the cards laid out for who they could get at the time so you know when chris paul was available um you know after after they moved on from dwight you got to think that the rockets 
we're trying to get not, not just the best player, you know, at the time of the free agency, but someone that could get them in contention to actually win a championship. And you look at the Rockets, the last, I think five years, literally five years, probably they've lost to the team, you know, either the dynasty warriors or, you know, the Lakers who just won a championship every single year, they get knocked out by either, you know, the warriors they've lost to or the Lakers. So you replace these expectations on, you know, okay, Harden can't get it done with this guy. Can't get it done with that guy, but they're running into arguably the best team every single year. Um, and I think that now you add these new pieces, a yeah, new coaching staff, you switch it up again. You, you kind of just press another restart while Harden's in his prime, build the team around him with the new guy. I think you're going to see the same Rockets that you, you've seen the past few years, maybe not as efficient overall. You know, not, I don't think the Rockets are going to finish in the top three just because the competition in the West is getting ridiculous, honestly. It's, the West is so good. I mean, there's so many teams that are like, there's really eight teams that are honestly really, really good. Like they're going to all be, you know, competing. And I think the Rockets are going to be somewhere in the middle of the pack in the playoffs again. And so how, you know, we change from our small ball uh, system without Westbrook. Cause you know, as soon as Westbrook, we got a center out of there and traded Capella Westbrook started playing like an MVP with no one in the paint. But now that obviously, you know, we need a big man. We got destroyed by the Lakers on rebounding in our series. You know, the, the series is really close, but when you guys are out rebounding us by like 20 a game, it's, you know, it's gonna be hard to beat any team. So changing up the system. I think the Rockets, we're going to be right there in it. It's just going to be about who gets hot, but I think, you know, they, they definitely have a chance just like they have every other year. They'll probably be, you know, in the top, you know, probably five to six teams favored, you know, to win it, but we'll see what happens. I know you mentioned that y'all lost it. You almost lost to the Oklahoma state Thunder. Barely. Don't forget that, <laughs> but it almost Dort shut him down, but you know, Dort messed up at the end, but regardless of that fact, the Houston Rockets had these expectations. You have an MVP caliber and, and James Hearn. You had Russell West, you have Chris Paul, who are still great point guards to this day. And John Wall has fell out of that limelight. Obviously, he's been playing two years, so he's going to be trying to you know bounce back and all that. But the Houston Rockets have been given great chances to win. And then Daryl Moy, again, to me, personal dig at him, I do not like him. I don't care. He went to MIT, whatever. He sucks. He's given bad contracts and bad trades. I'm like, what are you doing, man? And you know, I, I, I like the Rocco trade, but like you could have gotten more for Capella or something. Like Capella was a great center and a defender. He was really, really good. And he's like, I'm gonna give you a max. And then he shipped him off for Rocco. And now you shipped out Rocco for draft picks. Rocco was really, really good versus the Lakers series. I think he was draining them threes. You know, he was probably the third best rocket because Russell was bricking sometimes. Harden was efficient. Daniel House was cheating on cheating on some nurse um pj tucker was getting bullied by ad and dwight so like you know it, he was really efficient i think harden needs to realize all right i need to either stop being so ball hoggy and start including my other players what eric gordon who's who's a decent score and now you're gonna have Gerald green you're gonna have you know christian wood who's who's a great three-pointer he's to me he has some inflated numbers because he wasn't he was on the pistons but He's a great shooter and obviously Boogie, how he is, if he's healthy, if he, if he's half himself from the Pelicans days, he will be good. It was a low risk, high, high reward um, signing for y'all. So I think Harden needs to include his teammates a little bit more now and say like, look, I need to trust them with the ball. I need to trust them with the offense and, and the defense, because if, if you run anything too Harden, it's not going to work. He's going to get gassed. I didn't get tired. I saw he was playing. He, he barely rested during the Lakers series. He was playing a lot of minutes and you can tell he was kind of gassed and, whenever the Lakers would sub out or whatever, he would play more. And 
So it, it just his efficiency. And you guys are much more of a regular season team than a playoff team, in my opinion. Y'all dominate the regular season and then just fall flat during the playoffs. Well, I mean, you're you're playing the Warriors every single week. I mean, you're <laughs> the Warriors every single year. I mean, you take you take the MVP season of Steph, and then their historic season, you know, they lose again. And then you take the season the Rockets really have a shot with Chris Paul. They finish as the first seed, and Chris Paul pops his hammy when the Rockets are up 3-2 <laughs> on the Warriors. You know, like, I get it. Expectations, Harden, he's the man. you got to hold them accountable if they're not going to get it done. But, I mean, it's, the expectations are almost insurmountable when you, you know, okay, yeah, go beat the crazy Dynasty Warriors now without Chris Paul. And I get it. He choked. We were up double digits, game six, game seven. We still should have won. No excuses, right? But, like – it's 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 hard to say that i i don't know you know russell westbrook had covid coming in pulls his quad yeah i think harden he's just gets i don't know shit on too much because it, it you know russell westbrook actually had more usage than harden in the playoffs and like russell westbrook was it was clear he was not healthy and like lost critical games for the rockets against the lakers and that and that's why the rockets ended up getting bounced um in the playoffs but john what do you think I mean, I, I will say this, you're right. You know, the, the context of who Harden loses to in the playoffs always kind of, it, it, it's not misrepresented, but it's not represented enough. And, and, and Rourke loves bringing that up on our podcast uh, <laughs> because you know, he, every single year, the Rocks have gone and bounced uh, when they've really been in the title contention uh, as, as been to the Golden State Warriors who went on to win the championship aside from the, obviously the Raptors and the Cleveland Cavaliers series. Uh, which I mean, you know, those those teams are no one else is beating them. So I don't know why why you know Harden gets gets so much uh, you know hate when no one else is really beating those teams either, except for LeBron, one of the greatest players of all time, um, and then Kawhi. Honest on when obviously the Warriors were were pretty depleted. Uh, you know, obviously you're gonna, some people are going to bring up the fact that there was no KD uh, in in Game Six or, or Game Five or Six of that Warriors series, and, and you know Curry had like 33 in the second half, and you know the Rockets have not been known for their defense, but that's a little inexcusable. Uh, so there's there's some context there, but um, you know I think at the end of the day, uh, Harden is one of the top five players in the NBA, and I, I think one things that one of the things that I'm really optimistic about this season is getting away from that ISO heavy basketball, which, which leads to Harden being gassed when it comes to the playoffs or, or guys other than Harden not being in rhythm necessarily. Like Eric Gordon is a guy that frustrates me beyond belief because I look at him and I say, he's so good when he drives to the rim, has the ball in his hands and can actually create and isn't just subjected to you know shooting contested standstill threes five feet beyond the three-point line like he's Steph Curry like this is you know when you can actually make him a, a, a influential part of the offense he becomes so much better and so much more efficient at the shots that he takes and now with the coaching change and and with if you look at the offense that they ran in Dallas last year um, under Steven Silas it's a lot more pick and roll everybody touches the ball team-oriented basketball and I'm really really excited to see how Harden adjust his game to that style of play because I think it's going to lead to to more long-term success and hopefully a more well-rested Harden come playoff time. Parsa, what what are, what, are you, what are your thoughts? You know, I like how you brought up Eric Gordon because if you guys remember, Eric Gordon with the Clippers was a complete different player, relied on his athleticism. Yeah, he's gotten older, but he would, he would get up 
I don't know why he doesn't continue that play style, but that's for a different episode. But in regards to this season, I like Stephen Salas. I think his system will hopefully work for Harden. It's just a matter of whether or not he's willing to change his play style. But I think Rourke hit it right on the nail. The West this year, I think all but two teams are playoff contenders, and the two teams are the Spurs. Um, and I'm blanking on this one, but there's two teams that I don't think will make the playoffs. But the other Sacramento 13, Kings, I would say, yeah, or the Kings, yeah. But the other 13 teams, I think, have a great shot. Even the Timberwolves, like, who, what's not to say that Cat, D'Angelo, and now Anthony Edwards don't figure it out and make an eight seed? Mm-hmm. So I think that's what's going to be the ultimate decider on whether or not the Rockets do well this year. I think, based in my opinion, I think they're going to make the playoffs maybe around a six, seven, or eight seed. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if the additions they've made this offseason, you know, with DeMarcus Cousins, his his play style, his status is still up in the air. Like, we don't know how he's going to do. Obviously, we saw his last season with the Lakers and the Warriors. Mm-hmm. He, he wasn't the same co- boogie Cousins we've seen in the past. So I think it's going to depend on – how they adjust this new Western conference and how they adjust this new offensive scheme that you guys mentioned. But before we wrap it up, I got one last question for you guys. Obviously this is a make or break season for Harden status, you know, with his contract and just the way things have been going in Houston. Mm Do you think he stays after this year, assuming they don't make the championship or win a championship? Personally, and I'm the more pessimistic of the group. I mean, I, I'm under the more opportunistic mindset as well. And that is, you know, get as much as you can for him. Uh, you see what people get for Paul George and, and even what the Rockets traded for Russell Westbrook when they traded Chris Paul. But, you know, I think it depends on, on, on what Harden wants to do. If the team does really well, I can see him sticking and staying with the Rockets. And, you know, but he does seem pretty excited uh, about about playing with KD again and Kyrie in, in, in Brooklyn, but uh, I know Rourke has a different different take on that. Yeah, Harden is the man in Houston. He's finished, you know, in top three MVP MVP voting the last probably four or five years. I mean, should have won easily more than one of them. And I think that the play style that he has right now with the Rockets. And the success that the Rocks have had, you know, they've fallen short, right? But they've been there. They've, they've been very, very, very close and in contention. And I don't think that it, you know, with the stacked West, Western Conference, I don't think the Rockets can fall below the sixth seed, given that Harden stays healthy. You know, they, he, he's been above, above that mark every single year, besides when, you know, they had that fallout season with Dwight and finished as the eighth seed. Um, I think John Wall, yeah, the new pieces – and, you know, I think there's going to be some good energy floating around. I think, you know, Harden wants to stay in Houston, dude. He'll only leave Houston if the Rockets stupidly decide to blow up the team and, and rebuild, right? That if they do not, which I'm a little nervous about, and them trading for these two now draft picks with two different transactions, you know, I would prefer to have Rocco on the squad as opposed to a first. But um, I, I, I get the cap space and I get – you know, the adjustments that we're making to try to change up our style and not just play super small ball. But I still think that, you know, if you contend for a championship, you still play, you're still relevant, which they definitely will be this next year. Harden's not going to want to leave. And you know, I think the Rockets still realistically have a chance to win a championship with Harden in his prime these next couple of years. So yeah, I, I, I do not see him leaving at all. I think that's just social media buzz, just trying to stir shit up right now. 
Well, he did decline the extension. That is a lot of strip club money. So we will see what happens with that. <laughs> but uh, the pressure is on. Y'all need to make it past the Western Conference Finals, which you all have not since the Hakeem Dream Team. Um, Hakeem, yeah, the 80s, 90s era. Anyway, so I, y'all need to make it past the Western Conference Finals to the final to make even if y'all lose in the finals i really think he'll still stay but if y'all don't make it till then i i really think he's gonna press hard saying you know what trade me to brooklyn or trade me somewhere else he does have a big contract hopefully y'all can get assets you won't get the same thing but draft picks because y'all gave all that to oklahoma city sam presti is set for for life with all the draft picks so he's doing a 2k rebuild over and over <laughs> exactly he's, he's he's scouting high school kids already but um yeah it's going to be – the pressure's on for y'all. Uh, this is probably the most biggest pressure for y'all to win big this year than any, I think any year um, in recent memory. Yeah, I definitely yeah, think yeah. there's definitely a lot of pressure this year just to perform well. Uh, you know, I think the one thing that has me nervous is that the Rockets have, like, three guys coming back from Achilles injuries with Wall, Cousins, and David Nwaba, who not a lot of people are talking about, but I think as a, as a defensive guard – I think he can be really impactful this this year, and you know he, he's you know his ceiling's probably pretty low, but I could definitely see him playing some minutes depending on on the matchup, you know maybe on back to backs or something like that. Yeah, I'm 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 rooting for the Rockets this year. I'm a Lakers fan, but I hope they figure it out. Um, I hope I hope to God that he doesn't get traded to the Nets um, <laughs> because that's just going to ruin the NBA, just like KD did a few years back. But you know we'll just have to see. It's it's a new team. Uh, new coaching staff, new scheme, as we talked about. So, you know, I'm excited for this NBA season. I know a lot of people are It's just a few weeks away, but that just pretty much wraps up all the time we have. Make sure you guys check out the Orbital podcast. We'll go ahead and tag them in our, in our Instagram post. We're live on Apple and Spotify, so make sure you check us out there. But other than that, it's the Brown Boys checking out.